0: Hi. On Constitution UK, we rely on our facilitators, people who keep the debate on the move, and we've got two of them in the studio today, Imogen Galilee and Harry Blaine. Harry, why do you think this project is so important?
1: Well, to be honest, I actually was um, educated, grew up in Australia, where the Constitution is sort of something that no one really talks about, Mm -hmm. seen as pretty boring, um, and is not really the subject of much debate. But I spent a great deal of the summer in Scotland, actually, um, and I was working with, talking to a lot of people up there. Oh, fighting for some side of the referendum? <laughs> yes, yes. Uh,
0: which side, can we know?
1: Uh, separatism. <laughs> Voting yeah. yes. Voting yes, okay. yeah, although I, didn't, I, wasn't, right. I wasn't able to vote myself. Right.
0: This is just a little sort of side item, go on.
1: Yeah, but uh, I think the message that came across there was that the Constitution really matters. You need to ask the kind of more fundamental questions about how power is distributed. And since moving down to London, uh, I think a big question for me has been how can we broaden this debate? So I think that the project we've got here is really good for mm-hmm. doing that, you know, going beyond the sort of parliamentary committees and uh, advisory boards and all of that and really trying to open it up mm-hmm. to the general public. Oh, so, right. yeah, right. I hope we can kind of spread the discussion much more broadly.
0: So the more people involved from your point of view, the more important Yeah,
1: definitely, uh, particularly people outside of the sort of elite circles that usually tend to dominate these sort of debates, definitely.
0: Yeah. Yeah. What about you, Imogen? Is that what drew you into it?
2: Well, I mean, I suppose um, a similar thing. I think it's intrinsically important to to know how um, power is distributed. I think one of the interesting things about this was seeing what people thought about it, because most of the time Mm. the way that we hear about, the the opinions that we hear about how power is distributed are through the media and politicians and things like that. And we don't often hear about just Uh, From first principles instinctive. How do we feel about how power should be distributed in the country? And and I think that's probably what the project is important for
0: you mean getting to people who are outside Well, what I think you call the elites is that it?
2: Yeah getting well, having asking people if they were to look at this from a perspective where they're not being constrained by Interests of party which a lot of people are um, in the media. How would they? ideally starting from scratch Design the country? And I think that's that's the most interesting question really about
0: this. Now some of the people who look at this, the elite hmm. uh, I'm a member of this professorial elite. Some of these people say, look, you know, it's totally random who these people are who show up. What possible claim do this scattering of hundreds, even if you get hundreds, thousands, even if you get thousands of people have to have any kind of credible sort of say in the hmm. drafting of a constitution. Is there a little bit to that or Yeah. Yeah, there is yeah. a little bit too. Don't that. agree too much, you I'm well, I'm, I'm, <laughs> much. What, what are the answers to that?
2: Well, I think the answer to that is just achieving that kind of critical mass that hopefully the project's moving towards, getting more and more people in there, and therefore making the results more and more meaningful. Right. right. Okay. So
0: trying to create a crowd, Harry. Yeah. When you're addressed in the pub about this, how, what's yeah. your answer to my point about sort of elites meeting yeah, you know, I selected mean,
1: people? I don't think, to be honest, I don't think there's that much to that argument. Yeah. Um, I think exactly. that's actually central to the problem that we've been facing in Britain which is that people feel like um, they're being governed by a so-called expert class and time and time again this expert class seems to have failed them and again drawing back to my experience in Scotland I think what people were sort of universally rejecting across the board was this idea that because people have a certain educational background or they're affiliated with a certain party that they have the right to speak on these issues of critical national importance so I think it's important to basically reject that argument outright. Um, while it's good to have contributions from people with particular areas of expertise, I mean, this is about designing a constitution, about designing a country in the interests of the people that live there, um, not in the interests of the governing uh, classes who have, you know, I think quite repeatedly failed their constituents.
0: Right. So you've got a strong view on this. You're not really a facilitator. You're highly, <laughs> if I may say so,
1: opinionated. Absolutely. Absolutely, and you're
0: pretty comfortable with that. So are you, I'm 100 percent comfortable. You're with that. leading your flock, or you're kind of giving well, them. Well, I, the I try. To speak?
1: I try to be a provocateur when I can, but uh, it's it's definitely about trying to sort of open up the debate as wide as possible. But I don't pretend that I am sort of value neutral or anything yeah. like that. Imogen, are you, are you kind of contrasting this? Are you kind of neutral facilitator?
2: No, I'm. Well, it's very difficult to be. I try to be, um, but I think that there's a a blurred line between arguing with someone on simply disagreeing with them yeah. and saying you're wrong about something. Yeah. I think you know, that was um, particularly evident in the debates on the EU and the ECHR. There is so, a lot of confusion I think even amongst people who are contributing and it's one of the, the main problems I think that I've found with what the EU is, what the ECHR is, yeah. how are they different yeah. and on one level you just need to understand what that difference is to be able to have an informed opinion mm-hmm. on that. Yeah. But Whenever I try to, in my view, correct someone, there's also the risk that what I'm saying is actually, you know, you're just wrong and there's nothing to your argument at all.
0: But there's a difference, isn't there, between getting the facts wrong and saying that I think, for example, that Britain in Australia as it is should be A, B and C. It's completely wrong and having an opinion. An informed opinion is never wrong in our system, isn't it? People can say what they want as long as there are not factual errors. But
2: there's a lot of misinformation out there produced by the elites Mm. themselves in their own interests. And in order for people to understand or to be able to articulate in a way that we can listen to, in a way that we can uh, empathize with, which I think we should be doing, we have to guide them in a way that they know the implications of their own argument. And that's Mm -hmm. I think
0: that's the difficulty. You don't want to guide them towards the implications of their own argument, you want to guide them towards following your argument.
1: (laughs) No, that's not true, but what I want to do is, I I mean, in terms of the contributions I try and make, I I want people to ask questions that they wouldn't normally ask. I think that's kind of what it's all about. And um, I think that that's the whole point of this project, which is that we want to be asking questions that normally we wouldn't. So for example, you know, when we come to something like the um, section on uh, rights and duties, or, or something like that. We, we talk about people posting ideas of the right to ed, right for education to be free for everyone, right? So this is something that is that yeah, one is, of the big trends in your in your uh, area. It, it's a popular one, isn't it? Yeah. In, in the yeah. rights and duties section. Yeah, yeah. and uh, I think that's one where it's it's quite important to be talking about that because it's, it it kind of goes beyond saying, oh, well, you know, how do we afford this in a particular way? How are you going to pay for this uh, in your particular budget plan? Mm-hmm. And it's just going to say what oh, are okay. the basic principles that we're going to. Yeah. used to govern the country and i don't think you need to have a phd a master's degree or an undergraduate degree yeah. to understand and grasp some of yeah. the basics of that argument
0: yeah i see what you mean what's been the big ones in your area Jim? what's come up more often in what you're managing the
2: most popular idea we have is um access to the legal system legal aid or something like that but apart from that i mean we've got loads i think we've got over 60 ideas now 63 ideas and they're about all kinds of things yeah. um
0: right, right. so we've
2: got just sort of i don't know all kinds of stuff I yeah mean, and has anything somewhere.
0: come up from your uh yeah, thing that's i think we have we, yeah.
1: we, we we have fewer yeah. ideas uh we have about at the moment i think we're on about 34 35 um but we've got a lot of comments and we've yeah. got a, a quite a large number of participants now i think we're heading towards 100 uh, in yeah, your there, little bit of the operation, in your this patch. Is the, the, in the devolution yeah. area, yeah, yeah, specifically, and uh, yeah, I think there have been some specific ideas that have definitely gained some traction. I mean, one in particular was the idea of moving Parliament north, which is quite interesting um, as a way of trying to sort of at least symbolically uh, re-centre power. Well, like Britain.
0: Stoke-on-Trent or something. Well,
1: okay. I, I think I think York was, what, York. was one of the uh, right. was one of the suggestions, <laughs> but that seemed to get quite a bit of support. Yeah. Um, initially, regional assemblies were very popular as well, but this is a sort of quite a big bone of contention because the people promoting regional assemblies are often uh, coming into uh, conflict with those who are promoting an English parliament, which is another one of the very uh, contentious ideas. Like guess. the Republican thing, it's a hot button with a lot of people, is it? Well, yeah, but it's very it's very divisive. I think there are a lot mm-hmm. of people who are saying we need an English parliament, and then there are others who are saying, well. What's an English Parliament really going to do? Are you just kind of suggesting this to avoid the question of regional inequalities within England, within Britain?
0: Because what's interesting, if you're at a public meeting and it's being chaired, the guy who's a serial provider of information will be controlled because you have occasions when you can grab the floor, but you can't do it all the time. Do we have a mechanism in this thing for stopping people from, as it were, being the equivalent of the barracker in the town hall meeting?
2: Um, well, I'm, well, we don't really. I mean, I've I've messaged one person and told them to take a step back, very politely. Um, and I, did it work? Did they yeah, take no, it? it oh, yeah, okay. it worked. Um, but I mean, by that point, they'd already posted a lot, and yes. um, yeah, I mean, it's 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 difficult because once you post an idea, all the discussion which comes from that is framed by mm-hmm. your original proposal. So if you have done it in your own um, in your own view, people might sort of agree mm-hmm. with the general principle of what you're doing and then build it up, yeah. even if some particular detail might be a little bit out of left field, which is yeah. certainly certainly yeah. the case for... He so or she who right.
0: sets the terms of the debate invariably wins whatever the result seems yeah. to yes. be. Anything surprised you about it, Harry? Uh,
1: well, I don't know if I should have been surprised by this, but uh, in, in my area in particular, the evolution, uh, it seemed that across the board, despite you know, a, a range of disagreements among people, there does seem to be a sort of general dissatisfaction with the status quo. Almost across the board, there are very few people who are saying, what's wrong with this current setup? (laughs) Uh, Let's keep it how it is. If it's not broke, don't fix it. There's almost almost no support for ideas like this. So virtually everybody is saying, albeit with different formulas and proposals, Uh, that we do actually need to change things pretty fundamentally. Yeah. Um,
0: You'd just be a bit more of a push for the status I thought there
1: would be, yeah. Yeah. I thought there would be. Uh, I thought there would be more people, you know, sort of saying, let's take a step back. What were those crazy Scots up to and all of that sort of thing. But most people are saying, you know, virtually the opposite, um, which is somewhat surprising. Uh, And I'm personally quite pleased with that because I think that's the whole point of the forum. Um, And yeah, I think also on that point before about um, trying to kind of moderate the extent to which one person can take over the debate. Yeah, I think that's one of our most important jobs as facilitators. I think the best way to do it is to try to pick up on threads, particular sets of comments and pick out people who uh, haven't actually posted particular ideas, but maybe have a good comment and say, why don't you bring that up as one of the key? And encourage people to report. Yeah. So try and sort of spread it as as widely as possible. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. What do you think is going to happen in the end? We're
1: going to have this big
0: event. What then? Should we march on Parliament? Harry, you've got a bit of a direct action field here. Should we march on Parliament?
1: What's the next stage if we draft this constitution? If we just leave it there? Uh, Well, I think march on Parliament sort of idea might sound good, uh, but I don't think that, at least in a lot of the ideas I've seen, that they're designed, nor will they be particularly popular with uh, our elected representatives and our unelected representatives. Uh, So, I think that actually, I mean, while putting it to the um, political parties and the political establishment is an important thing to do, Mm -hmm. if if anything, just to sort of test their mettle, uh, I think that it's actually important to sort of disseminate the Constitution as widely as possible um, throughout the media, throughout social media in particular. You know, we've got a, a great opportunity to do this, we don't have to these days rely on newspapers or anything like that. We can really spread our ideas quite widely. So I think that's the most important thing, yeah, okay. and, and to have as many people interested in it as possible. So the fact of the Constitution draft is itself a success if you well, I think I think so, yeah. yeah. And yeah. I think that yeah. the point of it is not to produce something that's palatable to those who are currently yeah. in power. I think yeah. the point is to produce something that will encourage more people to get involved and more people to become politicized. Yeah. I still hanker after
0: maybe an MP winning. They have this ballot every year to see who can lead on what's called a private member's bill, putting our constitution in as a private member's bill and getting a debate there. Take your point, it's not for yeah. that particularly, but that's a possibility, isn't it?
1: Absolutely. It's, this is kind of phase one. It's about just you know getting together as many ideas as possible and it, and it is and it should be a bit messy. Uh, yeah. And then we sort of go through the next phases of refining the content and then bringing people along to actually contribute yeah. to the convention.
0: Harry, Imogen, thank you very much for sharing your thoughts with us today.
1: Thank you.